Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues. That's the name of this show. We'll be here for another 25 minutes on the American Family Radio Network. If you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net. Comments at AFR.net. Uh, coming Monday, we will have uh, our own live video streaming service available to all who want to watch there. We're testing it now, so... We're yeah, that, that's that. and and by that we mean if you want to watch us and our other programming, our talk right, shows, right. you'll be able to do it at our uh, AFA streaming platform. You can you can watch uh, our content there now in terms of films and documentaries and such. That you can do that now, but yep. we will be video live video streaming our radio talk show. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, and if I may say. Just being able to watch in his image and the uh, the other movies that we produced, the God who speaks, God who speaks uh, on that platform is worth the price of admission. Which, by the way, is free. <laughs> but that's a, that's a great platform. Everybody well, you can, needs to go uh, at our streaming platform. That's streaming.afa.net. There, there is a select amount of material that you can watch for free. All you have to do is sign up and create an account. For those who are what we call well, our you have great to get the va- you have to get a vaccine, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, no you don't. You don't have to do that, but that's huh? funny. Uh, in fact, if if we find out you're not up to date with your vaccine, yeah. we, we kick you off the we'll platform. We kick you off no, the platform. We don't. We don't. For do medical that. malpractice. We're going to be able to say any word we want any time. That's well, right. Within within moral bounds. <laughs> yes. Uh, what is typical here. I, I did want to make the, the, the point, though. If you are what we call a great commission partner, that is, you give to our ministry on a monthly basis, then all the content is for free. Anyway, more information about that will be coming uh, on Monday. All right, go, Steve. Well, uh, breaking news. This is from Reuters. Uh, you may know that the uh, Congress right now is having hearings with gun manufacturers and trying to put them on the spot because of all the shootings and everything. Well, Reuters is, is publishing. This is a tweet they put out, and I mean this is breaking news. It's going to change your worldview. Write this one tweet. Good. U.S. gun executives say criminals, not guns, responsible for mass shootings. But no. It's gun violence. It's not criminal violence. How can are, they do that? So people are get, getting bent out of shape. This is Reuters. over that. Over. I don't know if they're getting bent out of shape. I just I'm amazed at Reuters. You know what? This is the headline from Reuters. <laughs> the the gun manuf is this the gun manufacturers? Yes. They're being called to uh, Washington to yes. testify. Yes. Uh, that's right. Are we going to blame? <laughs> right. uh, are we? Uh, what, but what I'm saying is by that's right is are we going to now call? Call, uh, call to Washington people who manufacture knives and hold them accountable for stabbings. No, we 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 won't we won't see that. It's okay. just guns. They're in a special category. Okay, for leftist rage. Well, the reasoning of that for leftist. Well, there you go. So uh, the people on the far left, I don't know about or the left slash far left, they want to outlaw guns. Period. That's their goal and objective. 
They That's what to, I believe. They, they want us to be like Europe. Okay, no guns. Or if you, in, in their way of thinking, if if we if no guns are available, nobody gets shot. That's that is that's exactly their mentality. And if they had a magic wand, they could make it happen. Right. But well, that's about well, what it would well, take to get rid of every gun in yeah. the country. Um, they they have no consideration for the Second Amendment. They think that was for a bygone era, meant to uh, meant to bear arms for a militia and a militia only, and we don't need we don't have militias any longer, or, or the need for them. That that's what they would. That's the. The ones who are bluntly honest about it, that's what they would say. Th- those things I've just described in the last minute. Like Michael Moore, the documentary filmmaker. He said, we need to get rid of the Second Amendment. We need to yes, repeal the Second, the Second Amendment. Amendment. I, I I, think you could probably find people on the left who would say, no, I, I think you could, if you want a shotgun for you know hunting, you could have that. But they don't. They certainly don't want anyone to have a handgun. They, they cringe and get outraged over concealed carry or enhanced carry uh, states. They certainly don't want high-powered deer rifles. I, I, I think they would get rid of all that if they could. You know, I was at Walmart the other day, and I don't go I don't go in a lot of stores. <clears throat> I haven't been in Walmart but like two or three times in a year. Because you don't do the, and, the and shopping. No, no, nothing against the Walmart people or anything like that. It's just that I don't, I don't do that kind of shopping right. much. Um, so went in there and there was a fella carrying, uh, had his, uh, he was shopping in the produce section like I was, and he had his, he had his gun out on his hips yeah, exposed. What do you call that? Open carry. Open carry. Open carry. And I thought to myself, you know, I feel good about shopping in this area because <laughs> right. if somebody goes crazy, I got a guy that's going to take them out. Right. That's here. right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there are many other people who are in there, especially in, in red States who are, uh, concealed care concealed. Yeah. yeah. You don't see them, but they got, they got, and, and we, you know what we read about this on a, at least I read about this on a, on a weekly basis where some good Samaritan who is carrying a gun kills somebody who was maybe not a weekly basis, but you read about this often who, who takes out uh, a would be mass shooter. Where was that? Where was Indiana. that young guy? Was that in Indiana? Indiana and it was, uh, he took him out from 40 yards with a handgun. And that was weeks after they passed what's called constitutional carry, which means you don't have to apply for a specific license to uh, conceal carry. If you, just have a gun license. If you're licensed to carry a firearm, period, if you qualify for that, then you can conceal carry it. And that's what happened. Because the mall, as as most senselessly malls are, is, are a gun-free zone. Yeah. So the, a bad guy well, they have the sticker. And, there are the stickers outside right. the, uh, the mall entry to let you know, do not come in here with a gun. And, you know, criminals, they pay attention to those. I know, right? Besides, that's very preventative. Well, because the guy who was there in that mall, which was outside of the Indianapolis area, but he was in there to kill people. He ignored the sign. Well, now, so, we'll so, did the, how, so did the airport how, in Dallas the other day at Love Field. Uh, the woman, uh, I don't know, right. late 20s, early 30s, looked like to me. Remember, she she went into the restroom at at the at the airport. And then comes out firing her gun. Right. 
uh, around. Completely ignored that sticker. If you were a criminal and you had the choice between going to a gun-free zone mall and shooting up something or going to the NRA offices to shoot up something. Listen, those gun-free signs are meaningless. The, the the ones with the guns with the red with right. the red uh, circle and mm-hmm. stripe through it, you know, no yeah. guns allowed in here. I, I think they're 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 meaningless in the sense that uh, people who are going to commit acts of of murder or crime uh, with a gun don't care what that sign says. So you're only leaving people vulnerable. Who are law? Who are law abiding? And you know what's proof of this aspect of human nature? That these gun control people will never in a million years post a sign in their front yard that says <laughs> "gun free home." No. no guns on this premises. They won't do that because, except for my personal bodyguards, who are allowed. Well, that's true, <laughs> but they won't do that because they know people who are going to commit crimes with guns will see that sign and show up at their house. Yes, all people who are who are for gun control need to put signs in their yards saying, I'm leading by example. Yes, right? that's right. No guns in this house. Yes. And uh, we'll see whose house is robbed first. That's right. Uh, and, and more and more people you're reading about are using their own personal firearms to defend their own homes. Right. Remember that story last week from uh, Pensacola, I think it was area, and these yeah. these teenage uh, would be uh, robbers or whatever they were going to do. It was uh, a home invasion. It was a home invasion, and uh, guy saw him on his security camera and went outside and started firing at him. Yeah, they, and then the week ran. before that, there was another. Uh, I was thinking about the other case where they actually were breaking in to the guy's house, and he had an AR-15 opened up on yeah, him. Yeah, he was a former. Uh, army i think or something anyway um uh, the 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 left wing people in this country most of them want to do away they may not say it out loud like um they may say well we're for guns as long as it's for sport or something like that well the second amendment of the united states constitution was not written for deer hunting right okay it was written for sit private citizens protecting them and guests against uh, well, tyranny. tyranny of the government. Right. That's the reason it was written. Uh, so go ahead, Steve. Next story. All right. Uh, about a year ago, a little more than a year ago, they came out with a survey that asked uh, uh, people how many unarmed black men were killed by police in the year 2019. This was the year 2021 where they did the survey. And uh, the most people who were very liberal said a thousand or more unarmed black men were murdered by police in 2019. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because a new book just came out that shows that police use force in less than 1% of arrests and far, far less than 1% using firearms. No, zero, zero point three. Yeah. Okay, what this is, we're going to post this on our Facebook page, Brent, so people can read it themselves. <clears throat> this was a very thorough study which was put into a book form. What's the name of the book and what's the author? The author's name is Raphael um, Mangual, M-A-N-G-U-A-L, and the name of the book is Criminal Injustice. Okay. He did this to document the real statistics in terms of police interaction with the public, including young uh, uh, black males. And uh, so the narrative that police are killing 
uh, unarmed black males. Not only that, but just that they're that they're violent and yeah, is, in, is, in is, the statistics do not bear that out. And he's but this is national, right? It is, and he's and he's looking at the um, the the also the myth that uh, uh, black men are far more uh, judged far more harshly in our justice system than our uh, other people. What he found was the proportion of prisoners offending within ten years of release, eighty percent. The um, proportion of prisoners detained for violence and weapons offenses, 60%. What he found was that the most people who are in for severe sentences have had multiple second, third, fourth chances before they get the, the key sure. thrown away. Not because they're black, not because they're poor. No, they have rap sheets. But because they have rap sheets. Now, in New York and California, rap sheets don't matter. You can you can commit all kind of crimes and be out on the street in the next couple of hours. Right. Mm -hmm. They they don't believe in uh, punishment in New York and California. What was but, the the answer to the question about how many unarmed, how many young black men were killed by police in 2019? Uh, according to the Washington database uh, post, it was 12. 12. Now and most people said a thousand. Well, most no, the very liberal, uh, most liberals right. said BL, it was the more BLM than a crowd. Everybody right. overestimated it. Very concerned. Twelve national unarmed black men yes. were ki uh, well, killed. Well, according to the Washington Post database, they say the mapping police violence database say the number was twenty-seven. But it, either way, it was it was much 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 lower than the perception. Oh sure. And I, I almost guarantee you, and I don't have the statistics to back this up, but that all nineteen or twenty-seven of them were resisting arrest at the time yeah. of the shooting. Yeah, that happens. Uh, yeah, and, and you see. Um, how belligerent since George Floyd oh. ha just since George Floyd in particular happened, the uh, police officers are now getting in physical fights. Did you see the the video with, of the guy in the yeah. the kid in the subway station in New York City? Yeah, yeah sixteen year old. Holy man! Yeah, yeah. It's uh. And by the way, I, I'm not uh, those right. whatever twelve or twenty seven, depending on the number. Yeah, each. I one. mean, I mean, uh, obviously, if that happens, the police department should conduct an investigation because these were, these were unarmed, right? Yes. Young black men. Okay. But, so uh, I, I'm not saying that that it doesn't matter just because it was 12. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying that doesn't yeah, count but, because the numbers yes. but, so but, low, but, but, but what, yes, I agree with you completely. Every life is valuable and matters. And, but to, in, when, when people believe that black males in particular, young black males are being mowed down by the police, right? Uh, in the hundreds. Or, uh, some people thousand. believe a thousand, and there's only 12 nationally. Right. Nationally. Okay. Yeah. Unarmed black males. Then the, the narrative is, is, is of, of, of George Floyd happening everywhere is not true. Right. Is not true. Now, another aspect of this, and we've talked about this before. <clears throat> I'm just going to say it. Uh, we have a real problem in our country with crime committed by young black males that is way out of proportion to their population, violent crime. And I think it's incumbent on, really on the parents of these children to get them in line and to keep them out of trouble. And, um, uh, the way you do that is by not having babies out of wedlock by 75%. And having fathers in the home. 
It's a direct correlation. Absolutely. You don't have dads in the home helping the mom raise the children. The chances of that young man in particular, not so much young ladies, getting into uh, dropping out of school, getting into gangs, getting into drugs. When a mother's trying to raise five children on her own. Right. And she's 27 years old. That's a recipe for disaster. Yes. And that's what's happened in the black community. That's the reason we see every day on TV. Uh, you, uh, you, young black males involved in violent crime because the lack of parenting, uh, lack of fathering, I should say, not parenting, fathering going on. And until that's reversed, that's only going to continue. We're going to, I mean, when you have basically 3% of the population that is young black males committing half the homicides right in america uh, that needs to be discussed as a uh there needs to be solutions offered by african-american leaders to their own community right instead of white people saying this yeah <laughs> even though it's true whether white people say it right. or not it needs to be a problem addressed in the african-american community in particular so that we don't see these uh, stories day after day after day of black males between the ages of 14 and 30 getting into confrontations with cops or killing people, committing acts of uh, rather of than violence. just rather than just saying the reason for that statistic, three percent committing 50 percent of the violent crime is because of racism. That's the narrative. That's garbage. And and it's it is it's garbage. absolutely garbage. Yeah. Tell you, I was listening last night on the Hamilton Corner. They had a best of, but I encourage everybody to go back and listen to the podcast last night because he was talking about the need. You cannot address the violence in this country without addressing the spiritual component. And he says, scripturally, he can justify that it's demonic activity that uh, prompts these people to go off on these mass shootings and and all this violence and antisocial behavior. Uh, Excellent program. So that is, that is Abraham Hamilton the third's program from last night. From last night. Next story, Steve. All right. Uh, so we uh, we caught uh, Anthony Fauci in a lie. Somebody did. I didn't, but I have the evidence. Anthony Fauci uh, was was being uh, interviewed yesterday. Well, it's Tuesday, I guess, and uh, he was being interviewed um, by uh, the Hill. And they asked him, they said, the, the, you'll hear the question, if you had to do it over again, would you lock the schools down? You're going to hear his answer. Then you're going to hear about a one-second silence that I put in there. And then you're going to hear an answer that he gave or an interview he gave in October of 2020. The reason I put the little moment of silence is so you can tell the difference because they sound a little bit the same. So you're going to hear the first answer, about a second of silence, and then the second answer. And just listen to this. This is... Uh, uh, I wonder if you would recommend locking down schools if you had to do it all over again. Well, you know, again, it's uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. You're, you're asking me questions. You're talking about the CDC is the public health agency mm-hmm. that uses their epidemiologists and their science based approach to make recommendations. And when it became clear that when we had um, community spread, I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Uh, oops. Wow. I mean, that's 
one of those is a lie. He forgot. Well, I, I, I do want to be fair. Maybe, maybe he just misremembered or didn't remember. But that's a pretty that's a pretty big thing to get wrong. Yeah. To say on the one hand, I didn't recommend that we shut the country down, and then to come back and say it was me. I didn't recommend I that it shut anything down, but right. except for the whole country. Yeah. He, he, he did say recommend that that everything be shut down. Yeah. I, I don't know where. What is? Why is he saying that he didn't now? Huh? He he was. It looked like he was throwing the CDC under the bus. Right. Sounded like right. he was throwing no. the CDC under the bus. Yes. Don't He's blame me for that. Yeah, <laughs> it, that, it was them that they should settle this on the basketball court. Yeah, <laughs> CDC. <laughs> it might take a while to settle that. I that's, think that's I think that's going to bode well for five foot six Anthony Fauci. No, probably not <laughs> on the basketball court unless he can just be a water bug and get by the big guys at the CDC. You know, I'm sure they got some six fives in what there. What was that guy? Spud. Uh, Spud, Spud Webb. Spud Webb. Five six could dunk. Yeah, could dunk. Yes. Yeah, so there, that does happen. Although it's a anomaly. Yeah. All right, next story, Steve. All right, uh, I think we're getting toward the end here. Let's do this. Um, the January 6th committee is in full bloom, and they're they're meeting every other day, it seems like, and they're coming out with all these bombshells that really aren't amounting to a whole lot. But one of the people that the January 6th committee has named is Josh Hawley, and they're saying during the uh, riot at the Capitol, he went out and he encouraged the crowd. The fist pump. The fist pump. Uh, let's yeah. go. And uh, so uh, they, uh, the January 6th committee made a big, huge deal of this. He was asked by a reporter uh, about that. I want you to hear what he, uh, what he had to say. This is cut 10. The January 6th committee said that they talked to a Capitol Police officer who said when you made that fist pump, you riled up the crowd. Do you regret that fist pump because of that? No. No, I don't. I don't regret anything I did on that day. And... Uh, you know, it's a privilege to be attacked by the January 6th committee. And I want to th- say thank you for uh, all the help with my fundraising. It's been tremendous. <laughs> Somebody, there's, a, there's a saying in, the, in, in some uh, corners, they call him, he's the boss. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, listen, he's, he's fearless. And uh, that was a funny comment, that, <laughs> that they've helped him with his fundraising, fundraising for re-election. <laughs> Yeah, so January 6th committee going well. Let's just take a look as we uh, as we leave you here um, about some of our favorite uh, news, breaking news for the Babylon Bee, which is the most trusted fake news you can get. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, this is their quoting a President uh, Biden, who says, you cannot be pro-insurrection and pro-American, says the president of the nation founded by an insurrection. <laughs> which would be the U- U.S. Duly noted. Yeah. Yes. Who's pro-insurrection? I'm just, not. I'm not pro insurrection. Well, anyway, I, I am just, in 1776. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That that's a different story. <laughs> hey, but, they fired on us first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we were just protecting ourselves. Oh wow. All right then. The good patriot with a musket. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of time here on the program, Steve. If people want to access our news service which you are a part of with fred what do they need to do go to afn.net afn.net we'll so you can sign up for our daily email alert too and it's excellent it is and uh, you, if we, i do say so myself. not gonna not gonna bug you multiple times a day it's one email we'll send you a christmas card but other than that it's uh oh i won't i don't send anyone christmas cards we stopped it. doing that a long time ago what do you send them nothing an emoji nothing oh Listen, wow. you're on yeah, your own. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the July and Christmas uh, Christmas <laughs> spirit, Ed. <laughs> 
All right, we're out of time. Our thanks uh, to you for your time. Uh, my thanks to Steve, Ed, Brent, and Fred. Is anybody else in here? I don't think so. No. That's thanks great. for listening, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Trivia Friday tomorrow.